Welcome, addicts, to the Ever Ensuing Hilarity. That is the Pop Culture Pod, aka the PCP. I'm Kyrie and joining me as always, my partner in crime. Line. Oh, me, Dan Chapman. And riding the boards, Paul. How you doing, Paul? You alright, buddy? I'm good, yeah. Should we should we bring the room down, gentlemen? There, yeah. is, there has been a passing, unfortunately. We lost Margot Kidder. Kidder, sorry. Damn. Yeah. Lois Lane is no longer with us. She's up there with Christopher Reeves now, flying around. Well, he, he might not be flying around. Does, does heaven have... Um... Dude. <laughs> no, no it, it is really, really sad because I, I always remember him more from Indiana Jones than I do from Superman. Was, oh, no, it's always Lois Lane for me. It was always Lois Lane for you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a massive shame that she's gone. She did. She was wonderful as Lois Lane. But the first thing that came to my head was the whole idea of Superman catching her. Mm-hmm. In 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 midair, and remembering what uh, Sheldon said on the Big Bang Theory was like he'd slice her in like three parts. Yeah, I had that in my head as well. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, unfortunately she she's passed away, but but she yeah she was the Lewis Lane, Lois Lane, Lewis, Lewis Lane, Lewis, Lewis, Lois, Lewis, not Lewis, Lewis, Lois, yes, Lewis, Lewis. It's funny because I thought it was Lewis Lane. It's funny because you have a regional accent. All right, regionalist. I can't help the way I sound. I can, but I'm not going to. I've heard you do it. <laughs> not really my posh voice, yeah. I've heard you help yourself in this way. <laughs> yeah. You can help yeah. it. D- d- talk, hang on. You're, you're Phone around, voice, you're around Phone pe- voice. You're around people, Dan. Speak speak like a human. You, um, and, you but- and Zuckerberg, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never really knew sad. I never knew her as Lois Lane, I don't think. I don't think I watched that super amount, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I watched the movies, and mm. I don't remember her being anyone other than Lois Lane, which I think is the best thing you can say about an actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, like, definitely. It, it was not an actor. It was Lois Lane, and yeah. I thought that was an excellent performance, And because uh, she was quite young when she died. Uh, 60s, I believe. Let me just double check. That's, nowadays, that's pretty young. No, now. yeah, that's, that's, that's like, very young at this point in time, but I do, I, I remember watching Superman as a kid, and... It was my stepdad that got me to watch it because he knew I liked my comics and stuff like that. And I'd never seen that was probably one of the first superhero movies I watched. I remember it watching was, it. Was heralded as one of the first super, one of the first true yeah. superhero was movies. Was that the Christopher Reeve Superman? Superman. Superman. Yeah. Well, I remember watching that and then watching the um, Michael Keaton Batman all in one afternoon. My, my dad just went, "Look, you, you, you like your comics and stuff like that. Have you do you want to like see them in real life in person?" And yeah, she was brilliant as Lewis Lane. It was just—it's just sad, really. It's a shame, but she'll always, like you were saying, Paul, she'll always be remembered as uh, that uh, character, which is a testament as, to her acting. Seriously, she died age sixty-nine in her home in Livingston, Montana. Yeah, sixty. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn shame. Yeah. But you know, died at home. You can't hope for better. That's as true, always, no. our thoughts are with her family. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Much love going out to them. Oh, that was sad. She's got a hot ticket up in heaven. <laughs> hot ticket up in heaven. Yeah. That's a reference to something I don't know. I, I don't know either. Um, oh. I, I don't know. Is that a reference Good, we all to don't know. I, 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 I quote so often, I'm not I sure try, where I, I am and the quotes begin. <laughs> you don't begin. That's I, where it is. You yeah. are a mass of quotes. Yeah. This is why you're on the show. Indeed. Kept together. Should we catch up? We should, we should kick off with trailers, gentlemen. No. Uh, so now what you can do. Oh, well, we're going to because we're going to talk about the TV trailers first. The first one being the promo teaser for the Mayans MC TV oh, show, FXX. FXX, yes, as it is now, that is such a good little teaser. Yeah, you do love the cover. Of- oh, it's a, it's a Spanish version of Rolling Stones' "Paint It Black," 
and it's just beautifully perfect. The guitar comes in first, and it's a massive, big, long Spanish field. guitars just work on that track. Yeah, and it's such a... I mean, if you, if you watch the trailer, the, the fact that they're driving down this highway... It's got kind of a almost Salvador Dali feel to it, the way that the roses are painted, and it's very, very vivid. And as the Mayans drive past, all the roses start to turn to black wilt, and die yeah. and wilt, mm-hmm. and it's them bringing death. That was, I mean, it's only 40 seconds, but it, that made me go, do you know what? I cannot wait for this. I came to Sons of Anarchy late, and my favourite thing in Sons of Anarchy was, were the Mayans. Mayans. I thought they were brilliant. So the idea that we're going to find out what they were from, what their motivations are, and kind of go around on this carousel again from a different point of view... All from that little 40 seconds made me really excited, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I was one of those people who discovered Sons of Anarchy very early on when season one was airing, and I, I fell in love with it very well. I've always enjoyed the story. It wanes, it gets... So see, the Irish season's a bit of a yeah, struggle. You, yeah, I mean, it's not one of those... Which, again, might be a testament to how good it is. It's not one of those ones you can sit and binge with all of those series because you will no, end you, up losing you, your mind. Oh, yeah, um, the, the road that Jax goes down, the story, that story... Yeah. And he, I think he kind of loses his way when he gets rid of Clay. I think that should have happened. They should have kept, yeah. But, you know, that's him. Um... But if, if if you could take anywhere and go away from it, it's the very final song, which was White Buffalo featuring the band who did the theme song, which yeah. is Come Join the Murder, which is amazing. Uh, again, that, I mean, that series had a fantastic soundtrack, and I'm really looking forward to this, well, se- this season's soundtrack. That's how we found White Buffalo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we did. And it's a, a wonderful artist enjoyed by both of us. Particularly when we've DJed, I think we've both DJed different days, yeah. but played the same songs yeah. because they're just so good. He's so soulful, what did you so think bluesy. About Paul? Sorry. I thought of like, beautiful, first yeah. of all, as you say, beautifully shot. Uh, I doubt the show is going to look like that most of the time, but as an effect, like an emotional, cool thing, just riding down a highway in what I assume is New Mexico, Arizona. Awesome. Uh, it's ca- I mean, it no, got it's me. Cal- California. Oh, that is Cal. Okay, yeah. Reason, yeah. Southern California is it's, right next. It, to It will be following the Mayan chapter that featured in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I never watched the show Sons of Anarchy, but I know biker folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, owners club guys, not the outlaw clubs. Mm. But uh, we know the latter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, shout out to anybody who likes motorcycles because those things are awesome. They're pretty really cool. cool. But no, they are. But uh, I was going to say, like, uh, I, I started researching into what the Mayans were, and I'm so they're based on the Mongols, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the it's the ev- people who can't be in any other group because they're too dangerous, and they've gotten together. Uh. What I thought, what I saw, uh, I started looking, I found uh, Jesse Ventura, who's... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jesse Ventura was evidently a member of, not just a member of the Mongols, but like a sergeant at arms of the Mongols, which mm-hmm. is like top three yeah. uh, people, officers, whatever. And I guess he still rides with his patch on, like he's a full patch Mongol. So he has stories that he tells about it. Like, you know, when they were trying to dig up dirt about him when he was governor... And they're like, all they had to do was make two phone calls, right? And when it came out, it was like, I, he'd evidently, like someone wrote a book about it and mentioned him in the book. And he said, no, when you, when you tried to claim that we're like a racist biker gang or started as all these racist, whatever, the reason the Mongols started is because, like, we're, first of all, we're 75% Latino, yeah. right? <laughs> like, that's a weird thing to do if you're white supremacist, just saying, <laughs> right? But also, the reason we started is because the Hells Angels wouldn't let Latinos in, so they started their own club. Yeah, yeah. So according to Jesse Ventura, that's the way that started. So uh, I, I'd be looking forward to more sort of uh, northern Mexican, southern U.S., yeah. uh, California style, because there's something about that. Re- I got friends in Arizona. I've got friends in California. It's just something such a about cool place as well. That man. place. I, I don't 
like traveling a lot, but that's a place I'd want to go to. Oh, I'd go back. I've been. I've been to California. I've been to. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, San we Luis have Obispo. standing invitations. Yeah, we have standing invitations. We've got friends in California that oh, no live way. out there. Uh, one of our brothers lived out there for a while, and um, I noticed they haven't sent you a T-shirt. No, uh, actually, yeah, uh, Brooke or Sammy, if you're listening to this, I'll have a T-shirt. And she probably will if she's <laughs> Sam, listening. She, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy will send me a T-shirt legitimately, yeah. man. She sent me a hip flask years ago. Oh, wow. And, um, but I loved it out there. It was beautiful. And But my favourite thing about this is the whole biker thing mm. with the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. You, you, get, you get people who go to biker clubs wearing Sons of Anarchy jackets. Now... Okay. It's not yes. real, but they wear these jackets of the death's I mean, head and everything. How is that received though? Not Boring. well. I was going to say, yeah. Not well. I've I've been I've been out with some some biker guys. I won't say who or where or when because sure, you know. Yeah. And um, we've seen people come in in wearing leather, wearing like Sons of Anarchy leather jackets, and they've oh, just been like told to take off. Yeah, with the patch. Oh my god! It's like it's not a real MC. What are you doing? It, it's make believe. It's different you if you're going to Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, and if, whatever. Yeah, but walking into a biker club I've wearing a biker jacket of a bike gang that doesn't really exist, they don't take that too well. Mm. And uh, my favorite, my, my, my think, my favorite thing about this is, will we then get people wearing Mayan jackets? So will the fake bikers of the Sons of Anarchy guys then start fighting the fake bikers of the Mayan guys? Oh, Darren, this is the. Will it be a there. fake fight or a real fight? <laughs> This is Star Wars versus Doctor Who, NT and Birmingham all over again. <laughs> Did you not see that? That was no. brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. You had Time Lords fighting Stormtroopers. Oh, my God. Over who, who was but the biggest fan of motorcycles. Wait, 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 wait. What convention were you at where there were more Stormtroopers than Darth Vader's? Was it... Oh, no, the, bata- the battalions are always there. That's the yeah. 50... The... No, I know the costume guys, yeah. but at the same time, every convention I've ever gone to, it's like 60%, 80% Darth Vader's and maybe you get so many more Stormtroopers storm now. I'll tell you what, speaking really? about yeah. Stormtroopers... Especially the costume, the custom-made ones where they fuse with other characters, yeah. like Storm Storm Marine and stuff like that, like Stormtrooper, oh, wow. like it's... Wolverine and Boat. And uh, I've seen, I've actually seen Doctor Who ones. Like, now, yeah, Stormtrooper, Doctor Who, Tardis, Doctor Who. Now, if you have a Stormtrooper in a Sons of Anarchy jacket and then a Darth <laughs> Vader in a Mayans jacket, that's going to be... Oh, I want to see that. Is that like extra conflict? Maybe I went, we should film I went that. to a Star Wars party as a, just in a clone trooper helmet and like proper like uh, Vietnam, um, uh, like Cabal. back from the war. Kind of dressed like like Sergeant Dan, yeah, really, with a sign saying, "I was no part of Order 66. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, listen, the the biker stuff is really. cool. I saw some things on the Death Star, man. I saw, you weren't there, man. You weren't there, <laughs> nor were you. <laughs> I know. I know. I was seriously out of continuity. My, my favorite thing is speaking. Just speaking about Stormtroopers quickly is I I like to go to a festival called War and Peace. And it's a revival festival, so you get reenactors there, pick guys dressed up from oh, cool. World War One, World War Two, yeah, the Vietnam yeah. War and stuff. Super cool. There was a bunch of guys dressed up in German arm, German uniforms, and they had a friend who was dressed as a stormtrooper from Star Wars. And they I'm just had. like, he didn't read the entire memo, did he? <laughs> no. like, he's walking around in the in the July heat in all of this heavy plastic body armor, plasteel. Yeah, sorry, plasteel body armor, and just you could tell even inside that helmet, he was just going. Oh, I made a mistake. As opposed to the <laughs> German stormtrooper yeah. people who were wearing, like, I guess, wool out uh, costumes? Yeah, yeah, wool costumes. And Ooh. I'm just like, really? That's, you did not read that. It does get a bit They had summer uniforms. You could wear one of those. <laughs> they were incredibly well-dressed. Hugo Boss. Oh, we're, we're talking motorcycles, though, gentlemen. I yeah. think we've got to move on to the next trailer, which was for a Siffy show. 
Siffy. Siffy. You mean sci-fi? Yeah. yeah. Got Siffy. it. Siffy. Siffy. Uh, Deadly Class. Which, oh. You don't know this, Paul, it's maybe if you're looking no. back. Um, one of the first comic book series when we started doing the show that I started reading was Deadly Class, which is basically, imagine the X-Men, but it's um, a school that teaches kids to become assassins in the 80s. So it's uh, it's Black Widow. Kind of, but no, but it's an actual high school. It's an actual like, high school. They have lessons and uh, lessons and classes. Ma- imagine, imagine Hogwarts, but with more got knives. It. It's so, yeah. absolutely fantastic. So, the, you, so, the, the, so the KGB have got representative. The FBI's have got representative. The Latin gangs, the Latin the gangs, gangs, the Yakuza, the, 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 yeah. the Triad, the like, the 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 the, 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 the ballers, the street, the street gangs, and then my favorite one is the, the punks. Yep, and the punks. I just want that to be like a normal high school anime where they happen to be. Assassinated it, honestly, people. honestly, it's the closest thing you'll get to it. And the comic, me and Carl bonded over the comic to the point where I was really, really happy when I moved to my new house, wasn't mm, I, Carl? Yes. And uh, I decorated my office with... Uh, <laughs> my copies of Deadly Class framed in picture frames. I was like, come, come in at the office. Look, I've got all my favourite comic book uh, covers framed. And he just went, yeah, they're mine. I lent them to you. I was like, oh. Do you remember when I asked you where issue 8 to 13 was? And I was like, <laughs> uh, it's on the wall. <laughs> Sorry, um, do you want them back? Nah, it's all right. But yeah, I was, I, I, that was a running thing for a I long own, time. I used to just steal his comics. I only lend you doubles, okay. you know that. Yeah, so this that's is... true, yeah. But this looks so spot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The casting looks brilliant. And the, the, the way, and uh, it's being executive produced by the Russos, by the Russo brothers, the guys that did The Infinity War. Yeah, they seem to be doing a lot of really cool stuff lately. Yeah. And well, it, they also wrote on Community and stuff yeah. like that, and they did Winter Soldier. So it's a good, mm. it's a good meld it's, of their styles because there's some great humour in this. As I looks, keep saying, it's the best you've ever explosive diarrhea I've ever used. <laughs> that's true, actually, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it is, it's so true to the comic the way that it looks, the, the mm. stylized, and the, the the kid's journey in the comics is heartbreaking. I won't. So if you have, if you've not read the comic, I won't spoil it for you. Read the comic, and if you know you're interested in watching the TV series, I won't spoil it for you either. So if they're going to stay true to the mm. to the source material, his his journey is heartbreaking. Uh, where where he comes from and what happens to him, and I I can't stress enough just how cool this looks. Okay. My only problem was that the Russos were talking over most of it, but we will get a, we will get a, an official trailer. This was just an announcement. trailer. We don't get to talk o- about people talking over stuff. That's true. We mm. don't. Right, we do too pot, much. Something of that. about a pot in the kettle. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Right, now let's get Dan good and angry. Oh, why? Oh, no, Paul, what did you think of this trailer? Sorry. I, I don't have the same background on it, so uh, it's it okay to me. I don't know. I, I think I, we I might didn't really we'll, feel. We will, I will link you Deadly Class. I didn't really feel one way or the other about it. I, mm. That's really where I'm at. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, we keep saying you'll link me to stuff, and then like a week goes past, and right. I'm like, so I guess so I, I need reminders on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we listening back would be the reminder. Oh, wouldn't Carl, just just a reminder. Link Paul into yeah. Deadly Class. I would. Cool, brilliant. Dan, right, it's it's. Let's Dan, get you good and angry, Dan. Just a reminder. I need you to remind Carl to remind me. Cool, Paul. Can you remind Carl to remind me to remind you to remind him to remind you about reading Deadly yes, Class? Okay. Robin Hood was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What an awful, awful, awful trailer. This movie looks terrible. Does not look good. Robin Hood or how I learned to stop hating and love all of Hawkeye's slow-mos. Every shot, the slow turn while he, was as he wait- fires the arrow. I was literally waiting to hear the <laughs> the arrow during those slow-mos. Could we, could we talk about the elephant in the room? They give away the, the twist yeah. in the trailer. That's commonplace, mate. For the, uh, 
Like, I don't care if it's commonplace. It's dumb, and we oh, should yeah. not support it. I'm oh, not no, I don't support it. Are you, are you fucking hashtag, hashtag no spoilers in trailers? Yeah. Like, actually, right? Like, give me something to be excited. Because even, I was like, all right. I, I mean, I'm going to watch it anyways, probably because the show, whatever. But, yeah. uh, you know, I really don't want to now. Because no. I'm like, it's, <laughs> I know everything. I feel fully equipped as a, as a reviewer and critic hmm. now to, to review this on the basis of just the trailer. That's not right. Yeah. I mean, I get why they do it, because they want to show you the cool stuff. I get that. But the twist, the yeah. whole reason, the reason you go to the movie is for the twist. That I really don't get, yeah. right? There's some poor editor there who's like, please don't make me do this. <laughs> this is, it's one of the reasons, it's one of the reasons that I love Marvel. With like They give a lot of way in trailers and clips and that, but you still get those shock and awe moments. People should lie. Yes. You should make yeah, a come, trailer that they, lies to people about what it is. Like, I, like, that's what I'm saying. They like, but but that's it. it. They didn't need to do like the big reveal in the, in the trailer at all. Like the whole idea of, I mean, mm. the original, I mean, for me, Errol Flynn will still be the best Robin Hood. Carol's. Carrie Eels? Yeah. Well, Men in Tights? Of course. Yes. No, that, that is good. Well, what makes you think you'd be a good Robin Hood? I'm the first one to speak with an English accent, well, which I thought was wrong. brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, and the, the whole thing, I used to really like Taron Egerton. This mm. just, no. No, the, the well, uh, I say we put a bounty on He'll him. A thousand, a-, a thousand pounds a day until we find out who he is. Hmm, I'll be taking all of the money anyway. Dude, it just looks bad. And it's a waste of Jamie Foxx as well. And I don't understand that, you know, you used to be a crusader, now you have to be a warrior. So basically, you used to be a crusader. A warrior. A warrior anyway. But the, crus- the crusaders, if you look back in history, they weren't the nicest of people. Nope. Re- religious persecution, mass genocide, and Jamie Foxx is there as, I assume, a cross between Little John and Morgan Freeman's character in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, as the trainer, yeah, as the... No, that was a chew. Ah, bless, bless you. you. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. No. Um, and I don't know, it just seems a waste of Jamie Foxx. It also seems like tokenism of the worst kind. Yeah, he doesn't completely. Need to be there. Like that character is invented because they're ticking a box that says, "Oh, well, we have to have an ethnic character." That's insulting. And I, oh, I, I don't want to talk for anybody, what, but that, I feel like that's that's why I love Guardians of the Galaxy's way yeah. around it. We'll just have a green lady. Have a green lady. <laughs> well, I mean, also Gamora is green. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> No, it's and a tree man. Is she and a supposed? Raccoon. Hang on, is she supposed to be like some sort of minority or? Because Peter Quill is um, Peter Quill is obviously Caucasian. You have got a tree monster, Drax. It's just the fact that they're aliens does count as like, yeah, kind of. But aliens count as minorities. Now. Yeah, yeah, got it. Carl Rowland, 2018. No, that's not me. The movie. It's the movie for a while, right? <laughs> for a while, yeah. But that, that whole like half Batman, half James Bond thing with Robin Hood doesn't work. I mean, we. I mean, we saw this with King Arthur. Uh, oh, Charlie yeah. Hunnam's fucking armor. Courtney Gaze house will pull a sword out of a stand. How about we do some parkour? Like, and another thing in that trailer Even as well. Scroobius Pip couldn't save that movie. No, and you know he's a really, really nice guy. And Scroobius, if you're listening, I'll have, I'll have a t-shirt. t-shirt. Um, the glass bottle, the Molotov thing. And, the, and the, the firing of the arrow was really... I don't know, man. I'm going to I'm going to watch it. It's CGI arrows. It's CGI it. arrows. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to be happy with it. I can't wait to watch it on Netflix. Yep. Even then, I really... I mean, look, let's be clear. It looks like a cool action movie. Yeah. If you had framed it as anything other than Robin Hood, it might have been kind of cool. Yeah. Right? But, like, you got Robin Hood and tanks, which, again, like, on... I'm super 90s video game. Like, mm. just attach cannons to things and I'm in, right? <laughs> Like, you know, oh, hey, you want to play this new sports game? Cool, listen, let me ask you a serious question. At some point in the game, at any point in the game, does the ball catch fire? If yes, cool, let's go. If no, eh. <laughs> That's very... like Murder ball. On and paper, that, this should be my thing. And there was not enough blinking for my liking. That's true. 
Master Robin, you've lost your arms. Yeah, you grew some nice boobs. Um, <laughs> Teen Titans go to the movies, gentlemen. Oh. And get Dan, I let you, Is this the you can take the, you can take the ball on this one, dear. I this believe the, there's some bile are coming. Do you know what my do you know what my favourite thing about this entire trailer was? It, was the, the hyping up of Robin and then Alfred. I'd yes. watch legitimately I would watch that fucking movie. Although I feel they've stolen your idea, dear. Oh, for who's a, for, for, for who, what a penny's, penny's worth. worth. Yeah. yeah. My, the fucking, so Cyborg's going to be in two be movies, that shit. This looks terrible. Not the animation style, just the I whole idea the of, yeah, just the whole idea of, oh, well, nobody will take us seriously superheroes unless we have a movie. I get the idea that they're trying to, you know, flip it on its head of every superhero has a movie now, but they're not doing it right. The like, I don't like the animation style. I do not like the voices. They're all the voices from the Teen Titans yeah. series, but they're just dialed up to chibi. Yeah, it's, it's that dialing it up to fucking 11 that I don't understand. I used to love the original Teen Titans cartoon. It was Same brilliant. Here. I used to love the original Teen Titans comics. It was absolutely fantastic. But Jeff Johns' run is, is eternal. Yeah, but the, the whole Deadpool Slade thing, you can't make it too meta. Stop making the subtext text. Where were you raised? <laughs> and I don't know. I just... It's another reason why I don't like DC. This is an exact reason why I don't like DC. Hey, people have been making fun of us for years, so why don't we make fun of ourselves? Because you're not doing it properly. Yeah, having Green Lantern go, there was a Green Lantern movie. We, we, we don't talk about it. Deadpool already did that. Literally, it's Simpsons did it. Literally, it's the whole Simpsons did yeah, it already. Yeah, but the Simpsons thing. did everything. This is trying to yeah. PG Deadpool. Yeah. Well, here's... I thought it looked fun. Like, honestly, as a, as a cool, fun kids movie, like, I think we really what we don't like about it is it took Teen Titans and they brought it preteen, right? Like, that's what they're doing. They took this cool sort of, you know, slightly dark, slightly cool, you know, dealing with issues sort of show and they turned it into kids stuff, which, you know, I, I guess we're not the demographic, but I, it looks fun for what it is. I thought it looked okay. Well, it was fun doing this podcast. I'll see you later. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. No I, under, no, I understand. I, I, I honestly do understand what you mean. But, um, like, and I, I can the see jokes where the were good. I th- for, if no, your no, the, this is the like thing. Some of the jokes were brilliant. So, like, if your audience is ten years old, like that, that kind of joke really works. The the cyborg in particular. There was a couple of moments where I'm like, okay, with, that's, with the that's waffles. I'm, I'm I'm never letting you ride me again, gentlemen. I'm right. pretty sure if I had a jazz cigarette, I'm going to enjoy the funk out of this movie. <laughs> 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 uh, look like. Bright, bright, flashy colours and voices I recognise. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for an hour and a half. Yeah, and speaking <laughs> of voices you recognise. Yes. How cool was that? Oh, were well, we moving on to the next one, dear? I mean, we can. I think my thoughts are just it looks fun and I'm yeah. okay with it being a kid's movie, but I would also like a, a proper Teen Titans as well. I, we've got that coming up, dear, yes. with the announcements in DC I news. know. No, I, was I was foreshadowing. Yes. Oh, um, good use of foreshadowing, sir. Thank um, you. But let's talk about well, that. Now for, we're talking... Now sorry. it's not foreshadowing, though. It's just shadowing. Shadowing. I just shadowed it. Is it I mean, is I it? foreshadowed it. You shadowed it. <laughs> now, remember, <laughs> remind me to remind you to remind me that it's foreshadowing or shadowing. Listen, the next time you need to shadow something, you remind Dale. Carl to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dale. Uh, Dale Bohemian came and, and called you. <laughs> We've got to go home. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, gentlemen. Oh. This looks Awesome. I'll admit you sent me this yesterday and I haven't had a chance to watch the trailer. I'm sorry. Oh. What is it? Bohemian Rhapsody. This is the biopic of Freddie Mercury played by, you, we are being played by Remy Malek, who's who, in Mr. Robot. Who I do remember a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a we called it moment. I remember a while ago we were talking on podcasts as to who would be good for playing people. And I generally did say 
Remy Malik. Remy Malik would be an awesome Freddie Mercury. It was before when we heard the announcement they were doing it Do, when Sasha Baron Cohen was, was doing reportedly the, the dirty, like grittier. Yeah, the Freddie grittier Mercury. version of Freddie Mercury. And I, I went, well, Remy Malik would be good at it. And then this trailer is absolutely brilliant. He's the spit. He's the spitting image of him. And oh my God, it's Queen. I forgot how much I loved them. This trailer's fired me up. I, mm. You know me, I love a biopic. Biopic. They play a remix version of a melody of all their songs. All of the Queen Symbiosis. Symbiotic. 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 And... Symbiopic. That's what it is. It's, it's, uh, it's a symbiopic now. And he looks brilliant at it as well. And I just can't wait to watch this, man. They mm. cut They cut to... Who's doing the singing? Is um, it, it is opera? Freddie's voice. It's, it is Freddie. Freddie Mercury's voice. There's a, wonder, there's a wonderful YouTube video. Um, if, if, if you go on YouTube and, and look at the video of Remy Malik talking about how he had to be Freddie Mercury in front of the surviving members of Queen. And he said it was the most nerve-wracking thing he's ever done because God. you're there in front of rock legends. Mm trying to be their, their best friend. friend. But Brian May and the rest of the guys from Queen went, it was like Freddie was in the room. Mm. Other than the fact that he can't sing. Well, I'm sure he can sing, but what they've done is to no. give it a bit more authenticity. Nobody sings like Freddie. Nobody can sing like Freddie. It's it cool because he, he, he had a way of using his vocal cords. He yeah. literally, nobody sings like Freddie Mercury. He has a, a really particular idiolect when he sings, mm. and it's uh, based... A little bit, I think, on because he's uh, he's uh, he's British, but he was Indian, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. Uh, Gujarat, was that right? Yes. Mm. Uh, so Freddie himself would have had a little bit of in- Indian intonation just from his parents and his grandparents or whatever, just learning how that sort of open Indian throat works. Mm. So sorry, I love like no, I'm a no, dialogue. No, I'm a dialogue editor, so I fucking love this. It's stuff, so right? cool. No, it's it's shiny, great. Man. Yeah, I mean, if he was able to do it. Uh, that's great. I mean, I would have thought that uh, singing-wise, if you if you can't get actual Freddie, then uh, who is the guy who is doing it on the West End? Adam. Him. Something. He's very good. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's very, very so, good. So, I mean, there are singers who can do something similar enough, but, but I don't know if it translates to film. But Maybe that's this what was I, the right call. But that, that's what I like with it, with the idea of because it's Queen and it's Freddie Mercury and he's so beloved is what we need to do is use Freddie's voice because mm. otherwise people will nitpick. And speaking of nitpicking... Mm. What was what, what's the backlash from this trailer? Apparently, oh, that they are not displaying enough of his uh, sexuality. Yeah, that they don't feel that he's being portrayed as as homosexual. But but for years, Freddie he didn't. That. He hid it. It was one of the greatest it's turmoils in his life. A, there's a quote in. There's a bit in the thing where he's the uh, one record producer complaining about the length of Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. and he says it's six minutes long. So it's, 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 it's too it's, long. Six it's, minutes it's, is it's too long. It's um, it's forever. And he's like, I feel sorry for your wife if six minutes is forever. Beautiful, and people are going, oh no, but 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 Freddie wouldn't have said that. He 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 was gay. Yeah, he was gay, but yes, for but years he, he kept it inside because it was an awful time when people were being persecuted. But also, like he would not have told a joke about straight yeah. sex. I mean, like that seems a bit of a stretch to me. Well, no, I think he would have because he he, yeah, he would have played saying. up to that whole macho macho mm. image. But I just I just His can't wait to watch this queen. Yeah, he pulled, sake. man. He pulled. Oh, he pulled. Yeah, he did. Freddie well, pulled look, big time. Yeah. I mean it. I'm of two minds about that. Is it sort of, you can portray the guy as like, hey, look, this was a gay guy. Or you can be like, this was an amazing pop singer who yeah, did some great, I, awesome stuff. And also, yeah, he was gay, whatever. No, yeah, right. I, I believe the Which way is one, the right way to go I about it? I think the second one. Definitely the second, definitely one. second one. But I mean, I, you, have, you have to make a choice. And I hmm. think 
it's telling about you it's, as a director how you play that choice. So I, I would look forward to seeing the film before I make any comments. It's also about a it. minute and a half long. It's like it's they, yeah, they, yeah, they can't show you sure, as much. Yeah. It's, gonna be, I mean, it's go- about a two-hour-long biopic in the end. Yeah. And going back to what we were saying earlier on, is you can't show everything in the trailer. But they just yeah. stopped doing that. My favorite bit of this trailer, though, was when they're putting together, and you should watch the trailer because you love it as, okay. as a man who enjoys the sound. Sure, yeah. Mm. Um, putting it's together funny. Bohemian Rhapsody, and he goes, and this is where the choir comes in. No, this is where the operatic section. That, this is where the operatic section comes in. And you see the rest of the band going, really? Operatic section? He goes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip, by the time you're in the studio, you've already figured that out. That's right? brilliant, man. But yeah, I mean, like studios make nice backdrops. I get it. But like, Pro tip, if you have come into the studio and you're still writing the record, you are throwing money away. Well, they had money to throw away. Well, when you're a queen, yeah, by that time, yeah, you got (laughs) it. They'd already really... Oh, no. That's first album. That's first album. Was that on jazz? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, that was on jazz, wasn't it? Yeah. So... I don't know. Labels were weird back then too. If you're doing it now, never write in the studio unless it's your studio. Yeah. Right? Never. Unless you're Biggie Smalls. It's his studio. He owns the studio. <laughs> he can do whatever the hell he right, wants. Right, The Predator, gentlemen. Oh, so dull. Oh, God. What happened to our Predator movies? Oh, Shaney, 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 Shaney Black. What happened? You used to be the hot thing, the, the pro thing, and now you're releasing this bollocks. Oh. Not eh. Yeah. Eh. I don't, I'm not excited by it. No, no. I'm not at all. It's, but but I was really excited. Shane Black's doing Predator again. Mm. It's going to be awesome. This makes Eddie and Brody being an action star look feasible. Yes. But I and don't get it. It's I mean, what is it? It's the idea that, like, you know, it's dull and all too revealing. I Leave leave the Predators in the jungle. Leave them in the dark. Leave them the, the monsters lurking behind. Don't show them all in the glory. And this whole hybrid... There's another word there. Hybrid... Was it? Hybridized. Hybridization. Mm, yeah. Is that a real word? Yep. Right. Then why the fuck are they doing that? They don't need to do that. They're already the apex predators. That's literally why they're called predators. They're already the best hunters. They've gone around from planet to planet hunting things. Why are they now trying to step the game up and shit? What? No. They're doing a mass effect. Yeah. They're doing. they're doing a mass effect. Right. Oh, look, the Reapers, they were sort of scary. And you're like, yeah, I, I, because those is... were universe level threats that were like one of these things nearly destroyed all civilization. And you're dealing with tens of thousands of them. Fuck off. Like, yeah, unless you're going to set up something like that. Okay. Maybe the Predator home planet. But again, you're right. It's the Predator is not that. Yeah. He's not a Reaper. Yeah. Also, can we, I'm, it's a term I'm borrowing from How Did This Get Made, but um, Southern Fried Fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't mind him that little bit. He's in Logan, but I, I don't really like him as an actor. Oh no, he's just too greasy. I loved everything about Logan and everybody in Logan. So unless he gives me a concrete reason not to love him, there you go. I, I, I can't take that accent. For it's very just long. a terrible line of we're we're assassins. Aren't yeah. we meant to be a threat? Dude, just Shane, no. <laughs> just Shane, no. Just Shane, no. Why go? Or go the- back to setting things at Christmas. Yeah. Give and me that tagline from the director of Iron Man 3, like, that's anything to be proud of. Give me kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I liked the line, like, we're assassins, isn't that the point? Like, that's a that's like fun quip. You I know, it's a, it's a cool line, but delivered by him, it was terrible. He's a bit dry, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I, I haven't really seen a lot with him in it besides Logan, and I'm like, I Logan? Loved, I loved everything about Logan, and I will defend anybody involved with that forever because of that was a <laughs> that, beautiful film. That's Paul yeah, basically yeah. going, yeah, fight me, bro. The black, the black, and definitely recommend the black and silver edition. Oh, yeah, that's really, really cool. But um, the last trailer we're discussing, gentlemen, is Ant-Man and the Wasp, or as I'm calling it, we've just had a very hefty meal. <laughs> very, very, a lot to digest. 
here's, here's a mint. It's, yeah. Here's, here's a palate like, cleanser. Here's, yeah, here's it's something a, to set you on your way home. Yeah, it's a mint. You just, yeah. just, just, just a little bit refreshed, a little bit more lighthearted. It's wafer thin. It's wafer thin. It's wafer thin. <laughs> but it does look good. It looks so cool. Uh, the Ben Foster uh, Goliath bit uh, with uh, Lawrence. How tall did you go? Well, I was 20, 23 feet once. How tall did you go? 65 feet. 65 feet. No! Oh, mate. Are you going to compare sizes? Yeah, it, but that's like, brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely lovely. And um, I love uh, the interplay between that man and the wasp when he's like, you know, his daughter's mm-hmm. like, maybe you need somebody to look after you. And then we see just how kick-ass the wasp is. You didn't feel like maybe there was a bit on the nose? Like the the horror, like, oh, you're going to compare On the nose in a Marvel movie? Okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> and at least there's no blue lightning shooting out of the sky, but... Yet. Yet. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to this. I didn't enjoy the first Ant-Man the first time I watched it. It took me a few watches to get into enjoying it. But this trailer, I cannot wait for this. I will defend Ruiz to the end of no, time. No, 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 Ruiz, he's brilliant. <laughs> you know, it's Michael Peña. I absolutely love Michael Peña. I think he's a fantastic actor. Because <laughs> we robbed you. Because we robbed you. Do you remember that? <laughs> and it's just Michael Douglas going, no. I, I still think the beginning of Infinity War should have had a recap of the last 10 years of Marvel movie by him. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> so I was, speaking to my, I was speaking to my best friend and we were at this, uh, was it, I can't remember it now. We, we were at an art gallery. It was kind of like Art Nouveau, but it wasn't, but you know, I'm more, more of a classical kind of guy. It's just brilliant booking mm. that stereotype. I was at a wine mister. There was many reds, but there was this rosé that just saved the day. It's just, <laughs> it's just absolutely brilliant, man. I really cannot wait for this. And, you know, obviously the set pieces of what can we make bigger and what can we make smaller. A the Pez. salt shaker, a Pez dispenser, him using a truck as a wheelie skateboard kind of. This is just so, so funny and so cool, man. Again, I le- like I got a 90s video game sensibility and this just tickles me in every possible yeah. way, right? The Wasp in particular is just like, she can fly. Why is she not taking the top? I'm like, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> she takes the high ground because wings. Yeah. Her, love it. And just, just like, so you gave her wings and like uh, laser bracelets? Yeah. Shame you didn't have them when you were building my suit. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to like fall in love with Paul Rudd all over again. Mm-hmm. He, I still watch Clue- Clueless. I love that movie. Yeah. And that's, just, that's early Paul Rudd. I just like that uh, Hank Pym is in this now because he was always one of my favorite characters in Marvel. It doesn't get mm. featured a lot, but man, he's... Well, they're also super... doing, well, doing Janet uh, Van Dyne. Yeah, so, Janet Van Dyne, yeah. yeah. So we will get, who's Michelle Pfeiffer, who, will, who has been seen in costume as the Wasp. Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas together again. Gentlemen. The 80s are back. It's been back for a while. Stranger Things. All right. Eager. <laughs> Too eager, Carl. It's been Too back eager. for a while. All of the people who were watching stuff in the 80s as children are now grown-ups who are really insecure about their uh, place in the cultural world and need to feel the need to impose themselves into the art world as a cultural force. Oh, I've got some news about one of those later. <laughs> about imposing your will into the world's cultural forces. Yep. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's, that's legitimately the tagline. <laughs> that's what we're all about at the Pop Culture Pod. <laughs> yeah. Imposing our will on people, whether they like it or not. GoBots was great. It's Dan's turn to choose DC, Marvel, or Misk, dear. I will go for some DC news, Dan. DC news. We're going to kick off with uh, Birds of Prey. It's, uh, Margaret Robbie has been said recently in interviews is going to be an R-rated girl gang movie. Birds of Prey. Is it going to be directed by the guy that did Suicide Squad? Uh, David Ayer, yes. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> So what Dave I is doing, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Right. For those not initiated, Carl, who are the Birds of Prey? Uh, original original set would be Huntress, uh, Black Canary, and Catwoman. I always found Huntress's costume 
just weird. But current iteration is Black Canary, Huntress, uh, Oracle, and if there's one the thing, White Tiger. If there's one thing that comic books are not known for, it's mm. weird costumes, <laughs> right, Dan? That's true, yeah. They've, yeah. They've, they always make so much sense. Look at Nomad. Um, <laughs> I'd rather not if that's okay with you. Gold buckles in the cape. Um, Gambit. The, the, the very deep V. The very deep V. The <laughs> deepest V. Gambit's non-balaclava face thing. Uh, oh, all, yeah. of, all of the 90s. The entire the one. The gold floating chair. Oh. The entire MODOK. Pockets on everything. Pockets. Pockets and belts. So, so yeah, so... Pockets so, and belts. Belts, belts pockets, everywhere. chains, big like collars. belts that don't really fit, and you're, like, wearing a skin-tight thing anyway, but it's Yeah, like why a, are you wearing a belt on some spandex? Yeah, I mean, I it guess maybe you purpose, need... yes? Maybe you need to, like, hold something, but they're never holding anything. No. There's never, like, a knife on there. But it, this will... Um, I know Marvel D, uh, DC going in for a rated R movie might be the way forward. If they're going to go dark, at least have to go dark and gritty. Well, yeah, do, you know, do it properly, and I think that's actually a good property to pick up, because I mm. did enjoy the, the Birds of Prey run. I mean, the first one that I read... Yeah, there's and some the good birds. One. Yeah, there's some runs. good birds of runs. So yeah, the last time they tried to go dark and gritty, Batman and Superman had a had a bit of a tiff. You mean Bat Batflip versus Superman? Dawn of Martha. Martha. Why did you say that name? Mm-hmm. It's my mother's name. My mother was called Martha too. Oh my God, are we besties? Did we just become friends? Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Smallville fans are launching a petition for a live action eleventh season. Because we are approaching the 10-year anniversary of well, Smallville. Huh? And that is when the show ended. Alison Mackie won't be in it, I'll give you that much. Oh, no, definitely <laughs> not. I, I never watched this. What was this? Smallville. Smallville was the also known as Smallville, Superman, the early, early years. years. Oh, Ten. no, that show. Yeah, okay. And Which, now everybody out there listening, as soon as you say Smallville, they can hear in the head, Somebody save me! God. So Meatloaf? Yeah. Let oh. my warm hands break. No, right no don't through. do it. I'll cry. I'll cry, Carl. Oh. Uh, I think my brother used to watch that. I was never super into Still it. the best iteration of I, Lex Luthor I've seen. I used to straight. have a viewing parties every week with my friends. Whoa, hang on. Whoa, best, best of Lex Luthor, really? Yeah. I really, liked, I really liked that Lex Luthor. Oh, Michael like. Rosenbaum's Lex yeah. Luthor. Yeah, it's one He's of the best trials. Yeah. I tend to prefer the... They were fi- friends. I tend to prefer the fighting game Lex Luthor, who has the armor and punches people. Oh, that looks gets that suit. Oh yeah, he gets that suit at oh, one really? point in yeah. Smallville. Yeah, it's brilliant because you never. Yeah, it's so what? So a live action final, basically season. a continuation because the series ended with a ten year time jump, which would make it next year. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Well, Kickstarter, fingers crossed. I mean, why not? Eh, but if, I mean, if Gotham's continuing on, we might as well do fucking Smallville again. But it will be going if they do it. They could bring it onto the DC Universal streaming service that we're getting. That's true. They're doing a what now? DC is now doing their own streaming service called DC Universe. I see what you did there, DC, getting before Marvel, because obviously they would call their one the Marvel Universe. It would make sense. <laughs> yeah, we can't call it the DCEU. We've never called it the DCEU. Everybody, but they've announced everybody's the, been they've called announced it the DCEU. Four exclusive shows that will be going on the network. Yeah. Oh, sorry, five, because a new one's been announced oh, as well, mm. which is going to interest you, dear. Titans, which is the live-action Teen Titans series. Mm-hmm. Young Justice, The Outsiders, which is the third season of the Young Justice um, animated series, nice. which is a personal favourite of mine. The Harley Quinn adult animated series that we talked about a couple of shows back. Oh, DC doing hentai now? Maybe. If you don't know what hentai is, kids. Live, uh, live action up. live action Swamp Thing. Don't. Yes! Another live action Swamp Thing yes! series. And spinning out of the Titan series, episode five will be the Doom Patrol. Yes, please. 
I fucking love the Doom Patrol. I love Doom Patrol, particularly you, the, the DC Young Animal run. Oh, you want Gerard Way's I want Gerard Way's fucking Doom Patrol. It was I absolutely want, brilliant. I want Grant Morrison's. Oh, Morrison's Doom Patrol. All right, yeah, yeah, I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah Morrison's Doom Patrol. They were just, it's my, one of my favourite superhero teams because they're all just awful. <laughs> they're all just terrible people who can't get their shit is. together. Or Doom really Patrol see. was like DC's answer to the X-Men, really, and you've got the negative man who can spend like an hour out of his body and he's yeah. like negative, like X-ray powers. Uh, flex Mentalo. You won't get Flex. I know we won't get, get Flex robot, Mentalo. You'll get Robot Man. I'll get Robot Man, who was legitimately what says in the tin, a Robot Man. Okay. Um, you also have uh, Mentos, um, Elastigirl. Will, will, we, will we get uh, Danny the Wonder Planet? No. Danny no. the Living Street. He was what? Literally a living street, uh, an alien entity that could be whatever he wanted, and he became a street where people could be live and be saved and be, you know, it was like kind of a... Was, Grant Morrison's run of Doom Patrol was very strange. It so took like a lot he, of weird ideas. He, had a, he was on a lot of drugs. He was on a lot of drugs. So like if this guy needed to scratch his apartment block i guess yeah he was literally a living street where the superheroes could live and there was a, it was a safe space and then in the in the gerard where doom uh young animal hmm. doom patrol which i love so much he became down the living planet and he was also a burger and an, and an ambulance yeah and it's just fantastically a weird burger seems potentially hazardous oh no it's honestly it's just so cool and okay. i've always loved the doom patrol because it sounds like a joke. It sounds yeah. like a spoof. Yeah, it, it started started off as a spoof, but then the more Morrison wrote it, and the more people got into it, the more strange and weird and very eighties on acid twisted kind of the Invisibles, yeah. Transmetropolitan, all of Grant Morrison's really cool stuff. So they did Transmet uh, Warren Ellis. Remember? No, but like that's like Transmet came out of yeah. that whole idea of weirdness. Mm. So they. They did an adult swim. They started with like a vaguely funny idea and then got like increasingly serious until yeah. finally they had a literal opera. Oh, right? it's, mm. it's just, I mean, it, they're just brilliant. They're my favorite comics. Some mm. of my favorite comics is Doom Patrol, awesome. man. Yeah. The um, Outsiders, Young Justice and the Outsiders are actually going to have an Outsiders team in it featuring oh. Katana, Geoforce, uh, Metamorpho. Oh, sweet. So they're actually doing the um, uh, Shimmer. They're oh. actually doing the original Doom Patrol. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Carl, what is your opinion of Doom Patrol? I love it. Uh, Young Animal series is definitely worth reading. Gerard Way's run is amazing, but I've got Gerard Way news in Miss News as well. But um, to be honest with you, out of of these uh, uh, five shows, the two that are interesting me more at the moment is the Young Act, the Titan series and and definitely Young Justice Outsiders because Young Justice is my favorite DC animated show. You've got me into that. Yeah. You've really got me into that. I'm enjoying it. I've started, I'm on like the third episode now. Yeah. I've started watching it. I've really, really enjoyed it, man. It, the first one's a spy thriller. Second series is an alien invasion. It's just really well. And it's basically, it's one of the best interpretations of young heroes I've seen. Yeah. Outside of Teen Titans. Oh, no, I agree with you that 100%. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Right. Who you, we talked about the Teen Titans movie earlier. Who do you think's voicing Batman in that movie? Because Superman is being voiced by Nicolas Cage. Which is brilliant. Yanny. It's not Yanny. Okay. Is, is it, it Laurel? Doctor. Doctor. Yes, sir. It, it's Doctor Laurel. Begrudgingly. It's Laurel. It says Laurel. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stating for the record now. This is being recorded, and I'm not going to give him any editing space, so he can't do it the other way. It's Laurel. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't give a dang. Well, um, I mean, it is, but it's also Yanni. It's not. It's Laurel. It is, but it, like, it also is both. Because like, I looked at this, and uh, for those who, for those just tuning in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
right, who, who've just got to this particular part without listening to any of the rest of it, welcome to the Pop Culture Pod. Well, you know when you put either podcast running in your pocket and then you put your headphones back in and yeah. you're just random part of a conversation? It's Laurel, 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 it's Laurel. Stop it's, it. It's both. I mean, like, I... I Jackal. Actually, <laughs> right. I put it through my spectrogram, right, because, <laughs> like, I'm an audio engineer and a dialogue editor, so I'm like, how the hell does this work exactly? Because I, I heard Yanny, and I'm like, that's weird, right? So I tracked it down. The original clip is the word Laurel said... Uh, on vocabulary.com and they ha- you can pronounce stuff on there or they had someone i think an opera singer mm-hmm. pronounce stuff so like this is credited to an actual human who said this now what i had to do to get yanny out of it is i had to do what's called high passing which it takes some frequency and you only hear the stuff over it it passed it it lets you pass the high stuff and it does not pass the low stuff right so i passed it 16 kilohertz which is humans can only hear up to about 20 kilohertz so it's it's a high frequencies right it's, you know and most people over 30 live in cities can't really hear anything above about you know 16 and a half 17 anyway i think so, i can hear over something like 12 at the minute in time i'm going deaf 12 what? jesus uh you should probably have that what? looked at that's serious uh but anyway the what's really cool from this perspective is that it's the same it's the sound right so you get that sort of series of sounds that are being pronounced this is the important thing to understand those sounds yanny are being pronounced but very very high up in the frequency range so you have to isolate a very uh, narrow section of this and then uh, pitch it down by a couple of semitones because it's so high up it just sounds like like a little bit of (laughs) right it's like breath it's nothing and then you you pitch it down though and you get this word yanny or yammy or however you want to listen to it so then what you do is you layer that with the original laurel in a way that sort of both are approximately the same loudness as it's perceived. And then you put it on the internet and watch people who have various different levels of hearing and different whatever. This is very inside whatever, but it's important <laughs> inside baseball. because I don't you're, you're... want anybody yelling at me saying, hey, listen, it's clearly laurel. <laughs> it is. It's laurel. Uh, yes, to you. But... I'm sure it is. And you should definitely have your hearing checked because you probably can can't hear anything over 16k basically what i heard is you're right paul it is jimmy kimmel voicing batman <gasps> is it jimmy kimmel voicing jimmy, batman jimmy kimmel's voicing batman fucking brilliant so it's not yanny it's not yanny damn it Matt, that's so cool yeah jimmy oh kimmel. how did you get that then did yeah. he, he probably just asked well they got will arnett voicing slade so that's true yeah they can't use the lego batman <laughs> Um, last bit of DC news is to do with the CW crossover universe, which is um, Batwoman's going to be introduced during the crossover this year. Sweet. Which is the first character outside, out first appearance of a Batman character outside of Gotham. Sweet. Outside the movie universe. That, yeah, they need that. That's brilliant. That's really cool. Do we know who's playing Batwoman? Uh, no casting has been announced yet. Oh. It's just the fact that she will appear, in, she'll be an integral character during the big, massive crossover this year. Is she going to stand next to Supergirl? More than likely. Are they going to smell each other a little? Dan. Oh. We don't talk about those websites. Mm. Marvel news, guys. Yeah, come on. Um, some sad news. Um, the original Iron Man suit has been stolen. Yeah, I heard that. It's <laughs> yeah. like it the, was a the prop first... in his apartment or something, right? No, it was in a storage unit uh, in where they store a lot of like movie props and someone had broken in and stolen the original um, oh, Mark, like from, Mark III Iron Man. Armor. Like from a Disney lot or... Uh, it was just a storage lot in uh, California. Yeah, no, but it's like, uh, was it Disney's? Property oh, not Disney. Or was lot. It? It's, it's, it's back when it was Paramount. I, oh, okay. The, I'm going to put my money Paramount on Nick Cage. I'm going to put my money on Nick Cage. Nick, no, it's clearly the plot of the Robin Hood movie. They're stealing the thing, and this is a publicity stunt. 
for the Robin Hood movie. Isn't it clear? No. No. It's really not because it's bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, so the the rumor the rumored value of the suit is about uh, 1.2 million. Bloody hell. Yeah, but if you try to sell it, people black market, man. No, yeah, so I mean you could sell it in parts. Silk Road. You could legitimately sell it in parts. Yeah. That's going to crop up in some um, weird you Because they, the the, they got the helmet, the chest plate, the arms and the legs. That's they, so weird. That, that's been nicked. Just that, though. Uh, the warehouse, the only thing that was stolen, seemed to be stolen was the Mark III Iron Man armor from Iron Man 1. Did wow. Robert Downey Jr. have one too many to drink? And RDJ, has his own, uh, RDJ has the Mark 42. It was given to him as a rap gift. Sweet. R- RDJ. Yeah. Is that what we're calling him now? Yeah, RDJ. RDJ. Yeah. Oh. Robert Downey Jr. The RDJ. king that is, RDJ. Okay. That's just like N P H. That's Neil Patrick Harris to the oh. initiated. Yeah, I don't know how to acronym. Oh, <laughs> sexiest man alive. But speaking of Robert Downey Jr. or RDJ, how much do you think he was paid for his fifteen, his total fifteen-minute appearance in Home, Spider-Man: Homecoming? Did it cost the same amount of a suit that's been stolen? Because I'm starting to get some. No, uh, no, I'm starting more, to draw more, some threads more here, than Carl. that. It was more than the suit. So more than one point. Um, let's let's score more than one point two million. Yes, for fifteen minutes' work. In which film? In um, Homecoming. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, uh, five mil. Uh, Dan, higher. You're kidding. Mm. I'm gonna go for eight. Higher. Whoa. Fuck the fuck off. Ten million for fifteen minutes work. For fifteen minutes work. God well, damn, 15 minutes, scre- you- fifteen minutes of screen, screen time. time. Jesus wept. Which was literally standing on a rooftop, standing in an, an Indian banquet, and riding in a limo. Yeah. Oh, and the bit at the end at Avengers headquarters. Mate. Well, well done, RDJ. If you can, wouldn't you? I mean, 10 million for Favreau Favreau is in this movie more than <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is. And he's not getting paid nearly as much. No way near That must put a strain on their friendship. I mean, he only wants to go across country and cook some food in a little tiny, you know, burrito van, but still. Oh, Chef is a good movie. I've not seen it. Oh, you'd love it, mate. You would absolutely adore it. Which I don't movie? know. A chef. It was chef. a little a little indie movie where, uh, John Favreau did a couple of years ago where okay. he was uh, he was a big successful chef in a restaurant. He gets a bad review. He has a, like a complete meltdown in his restaurant and then decides just to quit, open up a food truck, travel the country. Him and his sous chef and his son go on this amazing road trip. Proving that you can run from your problems. I know, but he, he realises what he wants to do and it works out in the end. It's got a cameo from Robert Downey Jr., um, What's her name? Uh, Scarlett. Tomei? No, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Marissa, Marissa Tomei's not in this one. No, but I'm Scarlett, just Scarlett Johansson's in it as well. Um, oh, so it's like an almost Avengers reunion in yeah. a food truck. John Lake Wazama. Oh, I like him. He's good. He's the, he's so, he's the sous chef. And oh, he's awesome. Right, I mean, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. It's, that on, it's, on, it's on the Netflix. 10 million for 15 minutes work. It's, it, uh, 15 minutes screen time. That's probably like a day, but still. Uh, I think he was there for two weeks, I think he's filming, because he had two different weeks? locations and stuff. Uh, and know, there were deleted scenes with with more footage of him. It's know. just him changing sunglasses. And the and a day doing the audio, because he's a lot of it. Yeah, ADR audio. stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's I'll defend that to a certain extent, because if you are Robert Downey Jr., two weeks of your time, it's like, listen, I could take an offer that's worth twice this during that period that's like a 20-week thing or something, you're preventing me from taking that if I take this instead. You got to make it worth my while. I could see the negotiating position. And, you know, frankly, good for him for taking it. No, I, I, I bet would. <laughs> I'm of the same mind with this as, like, uh, footballers, like uh, the one you play with your feet. Yeah. One, right? <laughs> the, Not the American football. No, yeah, that's a different game. But... Fuck you, Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, people say, oh, yeah, how could you be paid that much for A whatever? special sport played by damaged people. <laughs> 
people say like how much you know for you know playing a game from time to time and i'm like the the fact that they are playing is the only thing that attracts the billions and billions of pounds of stuff I, that comes toward these companies yeah they they get a section of that come on right i, I like the fact that you said billions of billions because it leads on to my next story which is infinity war past a billion in nice. a, in 11 days is that faster or Holy slower shit. than the benchmark that is faster it's now the record oh wow it beat um uh, Force Awakens they did it oh, 12 the Solo Solo movie's got a lot to live up to <laughs> it's doing really well is it? it's doing oh. very very well it's a lot of people are saying it's the best um, outside of the trilogy really? so far yeah wow because they apparently got the balance right between the action and the that's human. all down to Donald Glover but we will review that at a later date yes we will yeah. but yeah it set the record by passing a billion in 11 days that's really Easy. really cool to put it in perspective Black Panther did it in 16 yeah I was saying that's the benchmark for me right yeah. now so. But yeah, the record holder before this was The Force Awakens. Bloody hellfire. So just... That almost made up for its marketing budget. Mm. Yeah. Uh, would you guys like to know what Groot's final words were in Infinity War? This is a spoiler for Infinity War. Spoilers! I mean, I've seen Infinity War, so... But no, but no, what he, uh, James Gunn writes the translation for what each I am Groot means. Okay. Uh, do so we should, actually we, should we do want, this now? Do we actually want to know? Warning. I, I'm asking if you want to know. I want to know. You so should know? we do that? Warning, we spoil everything. Uh, Groot's final word was father to Rocket. Oh, uh, that's super sweet. Yeah. What were the rest of them? What was when he's like smarmy teenager in the ship? Oh, he's swearing. Go, Whoa. He's calling him a bunch of C words, apparently. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's why they're, they're like genuinely grossed out. Could I get a subtitle edition of that movie? Yeah. The James, James Gunn's on the Blu-ray generally does put the, the translated group on, on, the, on a subject. Tell me that's an option. Yeah, I believe that's so. amazing. Father! Oh, and the Guardians 3 title has been announced. What gentlemen. is it? It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. That's, 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 that's not surprising. <laughs> no. That's original. It's keeps, not surprising. It, it is. It is super original. Will, will we get an awesome mixtape volume three as well? Of course you are. Ah, I like the first one better hey, than like, Name me any other movie that's just straight up volume three. Now, right? Everything is insurrection or the revengeing. The revengeing, right? That should be it. Or two electric boogaloo, right? Yeah, whatever it is. It's Deadpool like, two electric boogaloo. Is that actually the tagline? No, now? but it should have been just Deadpool two. They missed a trick. Yeah, you really did miss a trick on that one. But all right, so cool. Uh, but yeah, um, also the uh, last bit of um, trailers. No, no, no. Marvel news. Oh yeah, as Simon Pegg. Um, he is now. He has been vocal recently about. Um, oh no! Or if he gets asked all the time, what superhero would you like to play that has yeah. not existed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And he said Captain Britain, Matt Braddock. I would be okay with that. I'd have no problem with that. That's a cool character. That would, yeah, that would be cool. Him side by side with Chris Evans, I can see it. The the character like he does play well against Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible one. So him yeah. playing well against another action star, mm-hmm. I can I can see that working. Yeah. Oh no, he's got the chop. He's got action chops. Yeah. As well. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I don't, no, yeah, that would work actually. Yeah. People have this weird impression of the flag characters, where it's like Captain America, Captain Britain, Captain. There was a Captain Canada. I'm, I'm yep. assuming, right? Yep. I've, I've got, Alpha I, I, I've got yeah. Cap, and I've got that's a North Star, and um, it's Captain Canuck. He's, yeah, that's I've it. Got, I've, I've got, the, I got Canuck. the first issue for Ray um, for a couple of years ago. For his that's our uh, Canadian friend, our other yeah. Canadian friend of the show. Yeah, but because yeah, we've got two. Like people have. The, uh, I started soon paying, to be my landlord. I only started paying attention to like the flag characters after Captain America was on screen, actually, because before mm-hmm. then I was. Just like ah, whatever American Jingo is, whatever. Wait. Turns out, absolutely the exact opposite. Yeah, I started reading the comics, 
And yeah. for those uninitiated, what I've discovered, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, it's uh, their sort of jingoistic American rah-rah character was Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very much so. Reg- pro-government, pro-registration, especially during Civil War. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he. I want. I don't want to be super crazy, but he's Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Bit, yeah. He's the guy who's like got the smarmy one-liner and responds to everything and will not be talked to and will not listen to anybody and is in a in a crazy position of power. And if he wanted to become president, I assume he's become president at one point or another. No. No. no? Right. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. There, yes. There has been certain universities where he's. Yes. There has president. been. There has. There has been a president stock. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is it. So I mean, he's. It's he's Lex Luthor is the most famous one who did run for presidency yes. and was president in DC for a, a long time. A bit, no, he, in the time space of it, it's like oh. two years, and then he was impeached. Yeah, because but, he tried to kill Superman. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that'll get you impeached. Yeah, I mean, I feel release the tips. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Trying to kill an American. There Nixon, you go. Release the tapes. He's not a natural American. That's okay. Oh, good lord. Um, but yeah, not- the, the flag characters are a little bit whatever. Because I started figuring, okay, well, Captain America has all this depth. He is literally mm-hmm. our grandfather's judging us. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he is. Damn He's, millennials. Well, I, yeah, I mean, before him, damn baby boomers, and before you know, he was like the old Cooper guy who was frozen or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, sure. But it's, uh, it's you know, Captain Britain. I read a few of them and I'm like, okay, legitimately interesting. Yeah, Excalibur. The Excalibur, Excalibur is run. very mystical, really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that, man. Actually, yeah, the more I think about it, I can, yeah, that would be really Simon cool. Simon Pegg, I think, is good. What would you like to see as a Captain Britain? Excalibur. Excalibur, definitely. Mm. The whole Arthur, oh, oh, Arthurian. Arthurian legends and how that ties into Captain Britain having the, the power cosmic and. Him fighting, yeah, but it's also the uh, it's also a very good team. I mean, you yeah, Katie Pride, strong guy. It was a really good set. Yeah. Wait, they called him strong guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, strong guy because he's a strong guy. Mm-hmm. I, I, it would be funnier if he were a smart guy, but they called him strong guy. Um, but it's the whole sand man, sound man <laughs> joke we were making all over Geekcon weekend. Yeah, uh, because evidently that means two things. Because not only is he a sound guy, he's also a, a sound, sound guy. guy. I'm assuming that means a good thing. Yeah, yes. you're a good Excellent. man. Oh, thank you. I'm super flattered retrospectively. Um, <laughs> that's all for it for Marvel. Let's get to the misc news. Oh, can I have some of that sweet, sweet, sweet misc? Um, Jamie Foxx has been offered the role of Spawn. Yes. I think that's good casting. Yes, yes. that's good casting. Yes. I just hit myself in the face with my popka shield. It's that whole depth perception thing. Yeah, I got none of it. You got none of it. Oh, yeah, that, I can see that. That'd be really, really good, actually. I think that would be a good casting. I think he'd be strong for he play the action and the, the comedic side of it. Oh, they definitely have to have a comedic role there because I really enjoyed him in Baby Driver. I thought he was absolutely brilliant as Bats. Yeah. And I can see... Yeah, I can see him as Spawn. Hmm. Yeah. Not, no confirmation. He's just been offered the role. Again, I still think Michael J. White should get another crack at it. Uh, yeah. Mm. Wait, I, would have, I would have said yes if not... If you hadn't thrown Jamie Foxx in the mix. Yeah. So this is the same Jamie Foxx what was crusading. In the Robin yeah. Hood trailer. Yeah. Wasted in Robin Hood, he'd be fucking pretty to spawn. So in Oh, my, you know, Wesley Snipes. In my head canon, he is now just spawn, but in Robin Hood times. That I, would work. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Let's just pretend, because that would be better. And then throw a Batman in there as well. No, no, that makes things worse. Batman versus Spawn is never no, weren't great, dude. No, you hold those in too high a regard. I like my versus stuff. Yeah. Tarzan versus Batman versus Alien versus Predator. Still one of my favorite comics. It exists. It's out there. <laughs> Wait, what? Pun it. Archie Archie meets the Punisher. Archie Archie what? meets the Punisher. Yeah. Yep. 
No. Yeah. yeah. No, you Dude. are trolling. No. 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 no, no that, that, that's I need that's photo evidence. That's a thing. I need photo evidence. I know. No. I used to love all those all those versus stuff, man. I thought it was absolutely brilliant because, like, yeah, there's legitimately Tarzan. Like the predator lands in the jungle where Tarzan is, and for some reason, Batman. I used to enter in Punisher meets, and the first thing that come up is part oh Punisher Archie God. meets Punisher. There you go. Oh my God. That's a real thing. That's, That's a, a thing, thing, kids. He was, the sh- he was the chaperone for that. For those prom. of you playing along at home, this is a thing that exists, evidently. Yeah. That's terrifying. It's out there, kids. But also kind of great. The 90s were a heady time. <laughs> it was a strange... I want it back, because who's taking risks like that now? Who's just doing dumb bullshit for the sake of doing dumb bullshit, and well, it's fun, right? Well, that I would I would turn your attention to the Goldbergs, because uh, a certain man is coming out of retirement to play a role that he hasn't played since the 80s, Rick Moranis will be coming back to be as Darth Helmet in the um, Spaceballs episode of The Goldbergs, which is usually their season finale is a movie. Like I don't know The Goldbergs. The Goldbergs is oh. a comedy series um, on... It's a semi-biographical a, comedy series that's on E4 at the moment in time. About, um, in ABC in America. ABC in America. About uh, Adam Goldberg? Adam Goldberg, Adam yeah. Goldberg, and he, he's been a TV producer and he's done lots of other stuff and he basically turned his... Growing up a, years, a, fatac- from, a fictitious retelling. Yeah, uh, in, okay. into a sitcom, and it's really funny, and it's it is heartwarming, but also because he is a huge he is a huge nerd, and he used to reenact movies with his grandfather, and he you know. Um, but every movie they the big, every finale they do they do like a movie because of, of the big highlights of his life or pivotal moments. Like usually he ties to what film he saw around. Oh, okay. that time. I mean, there's a, there's a Transformers episode where oh, wow. he goes to see Transformers and he can't understand why Optimus Prime they did dies. a Batman and did 19- Batman. Batman 1989 okay. um, episode with um, uh, directed by Kevin Smith because mm. he's a big fan of the 90s 89 Batman. Yeah. Mm. The, this season they're doing Spaceballs and you usually try and get a cameo in for someone but apparently there'll be a fantasy sequence featuring Rick Moranis as Darth Helmet. Nice. Dark Helmet. Dark Helmet. You're dark right. Helmet. He's not a Darth. He's a no, dark, dark Helmet. helmet yeah. But yeah, it's, that's, that's my... really cool. Spaceballs is easily one of my favorite movies. Same here. Oh, ever. yeah. Just put it right up there. Because what was his? Um... So it was the fact that I told Dan a couple of years ago, which is not as not as true. But there was, uh, um, if we go back to when we started the podcast, there was more actors dead from space <laughs> than there than was, was for Star Wars. Wars. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that says about anything, but maybe because we recorded on the death of the king. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Of 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 um of Druidia. Really? She didn't look Druish. She didn't look Druish. You know, have have you seen the uh, director's commentary from the DVDs on that? Yeah. When you know when he for those of you playing at home, they go through like the I don't know, funny. She didn't look Druish. You got uh, Mel Brooks there going, "Oh, I'm both proud and ashamed of that joke." <laughs> we could wax lyrical about Mel Brooks God, all the living. Bless you, day. Mel Brooks. Yeah, I mean, he's. I didn't like the Robin Hood one, frankly, but like men most in, of the rest of them, I'm like, yeah, I'm totally. Men in Men in Tights has a place in my heart because that was the first Mel Brooks film it's I ever saw. Always going to be Blazing Saddles for me, kids. Yeah. Oh no, it's my Blazing Saddle is my favorite, but I have a place in my heart. It's just for, Gene Wilder giving that little story about why he stopped being the the Waco kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, starting to hear draw in my sleep. It's the stories day. about that movie that yeah. I love. Uh, but the next I heard one, reach for it, mister, turn around as a six-year-old kid. I threw my guns down and turned my back and walked away. Little bastard shot me in the ass. <laughs> That's just perfect. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has added four major actors yeah. to the cast. Obviously, is this the not Charles Manson movie? This is No, this is the story about uh, the girl. Yeah. Uh, 
Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate story, yeah. but um, who was the neighbor of one of the main characters. But it's also about the guy who um, Burt Reynolds is playing, who was the guy who owned the ranch. That oh, was wow. The Manson home. Yeah. Is he's the main character in it? But you also got Timothy Roth, Kurt Russell, nice, and Michael nice. Madsen. So you oh, got a lot of the you got a lot of the regular Tarantino there. regulars. That's really there. cool, man. I'm, I'm this is shaping up to be a really really interesting movie. I'm quite looking forward to this, really. Yeah, well, with the two leads being Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, this it is says a, Tarantino on it. I'm going. Oh, we're going gratuitous cash shots of money feet, down. Oh, cash money down. You say gratuitous. It's not often like crazy bad, but it's definitely in there. Oh yeah, it's definitely, he he loves him some lady pinky toes. Are we ready, gentlemen, for the amount of announcements and confirmations and cancellations? Because we're at that time of the year where it's, they're announcing. And it's the culling season. Everything. Okay, so uh, we're going to have to start. We're going to rattle through a few of these because the, it's quiet. We're going to have to rattle through with the, with the Roland gun. Yeah. All right, let's go with the first one. All right, well, I'm saving that one to last because that's my favorite. You're going to Amazon- start with the first one and save it to last? No, 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 no. Amazon, um, the Lord of the Rings Amazon series is going to be focusing on a young Aragorn. Right. Which I think is very good. That's very good. It's going to be very Game of Thrones. They can't help that. FX has ordered a full series order for what we do in the shadows. Nice. So that is, and that is um, Jermaine Clement and uh, Taika Waititi working on that. So trailer for that hopefully soon. Um, It's a new Tenacious D movie coming, which will be a sequel to The Pick of Destiny. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) I, I unashamedly loved that movie. It's got some good moments to it. I... I have a I had a love hate relationship with Jack Black, um, and then a friend you still of ours. Do you yeah, have a, you have then, a relationship with Jack Black? Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a gentle and tender lover. You know, for every high fidelity, there's you know a Kung Fu Panda three. Well, yeah, and I would, th- that's quite weird because our friend Stuart Green, who I know listens to the podcast, so hello, Mister Stuart Green. He he went to uh, the high fidelity um, book signing. Nick Hornby was there. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're doing a musical of it now, I believe. They're doing a Broadway. Broadway, of, yeah. yeah. And it made me think of one of my favourite scenes in Hive, because one of my favourite movies and one of my favourite books, uh, right at the end, where Jack Black sings and he goes, we were going to call ourselves the Kathleen Turner Overdrive, but tonight <laughs> we are... Is it, I can't remember now. It's Barry... Barry Jive and the... Barry Jive and the, and the, and the Funk Town Five. Five yeah. And he sings uh, Barry White's song. Um, and it made me go, do you know what? Actually, I do kind of like Jack Black. But like you were saying, for every high fidelity, there's a school of rock. I like School of Rock. That's Richard Linklater. He did Dazed and Confused. Yeah, all right. School of Rock was a good movie. And what the musical's against... amazing. No, no, what no. Do you have against School of Rock? Oh, just the, the kid on the drums who thinks he's a punk. Um, anyway. Yeah, okay. There's a little but that's, bit of That's cringe. your old punk sensibility. That is my old punk sensibility. That's you looking at your youthful self going, I was a dick. <laughs> what do you mean, was? Still am. Um, yeah, Sherlock. We were also back then. <laughs> we are establishing a timeline here, Dan. Um, yeah, so so that's coming. That's, that's coming. Cool. Sherlock Free will be released tw- the, on another December 25th, 2020. That is the Guy Ritchie third Rip Sherlock. So that's Ooh. the Robert Downey Jr. Junior and Jude, Jude Law. Law. I enjoy that universe very much. First one more than the second, but still. Yes. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2 has been confirmed and they've promised that they're not going to be showing hereditary trailers in front of Peter <laughs> Rabbit this time. That's to say trailers for the film Hereditary, not... Hereditary trailers. trailers. Yes, sorry. <laughs> um, Rambo 5's happening. Oh, is it? Yep, oh. with, with Schwarzenegger. Oh. Not Schwarzenegger, Stallone. With Stallone. I was um, going to say that. Sorry, they're interchangeable now. He will be battling a Mexican drug cartel this time. Danny Treasure. Yeah, I call that now. Yeah, I well. call that now. Or Steven Seagal. Rambo versus Machete. That's what you want to see. Yep. 
Um, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is on the way, which is a sequel of The Hitman's Bodyguard, which is Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson in a movie that got more hate than it deserved. No, yeah, it's I agree with you on that. It's not a terrible movie. It's not a great movie for the for the two leads that are in it, and it's predominantly a, a, there's a, a chemistry there. Movie, but there is a chemistry there, and I did enjoy this. Many parts of that movie I really enjoyed, particularly the gratuitous use of the word motherfucker. Mm. Samuel L. Jackson was in it, was he? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. As an assassin, as the hitman and the bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh. Triple A Red. Um, I don't know. I didn't see it. I, I think I saw the trailer for it and was like, ah, eh, whatever, other action Co- movie. Cobra Kai is getting a second season and is being street. And if you compare it to recent YouTube, uh, not YouTube, recent Netflix debuts of series, it's mm. actually performing a lot better than most. Oh, wow. So there's actually generally a really good support Again, kids, it. the 80s are back. I haven't watched this. Have you watched this, Dan? I've... I, I watched the first episode. I've given the pilot a watch, and yeah. I, I, it's one I, of those things. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm okay, I see, yeah, because it's not over the top, tongue in cheek. Let's all remember the Karate Kid. It's actually a serious kind of thing. There it has some those moments, in there, though, but it has, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I feel like we're at this point in cinema where everything has to be based on something else because, yeah. like, they need those figures from the people who are like, oh, I remember that movie from '84. Well, a good friend of ours, Paul Davis, I used to say, "There's no, there's no good ideas left in the in Hollywood." And Paul went, "No, there's loads of good ideas. There's just nobody making them. They'd rather go there's back nobody, to what they know. Nobody's brave enough to do yeah. it. Well, Paul is. Paul is. Yeah. Paul Davis makes films, and uh, at one point was in Doctor Who as yes. like an eyeball yes. monster. He was the Sandman, he was the Sandman King. That's it. Uh, yes. Like in evidently the worst episode ever. So he's got that. Apparently, little... but I enjoyed it. Um, but that's because I love Paul. Again, it has it has it has certain moments in it. He is the only. He's also the monster in the only Doctor Who episode that didn't have the opening theme because mm. it was doing that um, found footage, and the only episode ever to be filmed in found footage. That's true. Yeah. Also, yeah. also he was in Birkenhead. Yes. So yeah, Paul, if you'd like to be on the show, then give he us has a call. A, he does he, have yeah, a he has a standing in. open invitation anytime he would like we to We should come open down. that consistently to yeah. him. He, he, well, not, when he's in the country, not in LA shooting movies. And also, Paul, if you're listening, I'll have a have t-shirt. A, a cuddle. No, I'll have a t-shirt. <laughs> He'll have both a t-shirt and a cuddle. Although he does give good cuddles. In he precisely does. that order. The man does give a nice hug. Uh, Spamalot is being adapted to a movie, the, the, the musical of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So the musical of the movie is being adapted into a movie. Yes. Brilliant. Uh, okay. Continue on, Pythons. Why not? <sighs> did, did you like Spamalot? Yes. Did you like Spamalot? I'm part of the world record for the low, for the, the uh, coconut clap. I really did not like Spamalot. No? I really didn't, because like, everything that I loved about the, the, the movie, about Holy Grail... Hmm was the cool, dry British humor, and then you'd get, like, the silly Frenchman or whatever. And, like, I went to Spamalot, and it was everything that I was sort of lukewarm about, the sort of, like, the the, the dancing with the feather guys, and, like, it was super homoerotic, which I don't mind, but it's That's not my thing. Python, of course yeah, it is. is. Of course, they yeah, love I get it. that. But so like, you're saying you, d- you didn't like Spamalot? I was not super into it, no. I didn't like pushing the Pramalot. <laughs> I'd, uh, I mean, I had to. <laughs> push the pram a lot well uh, always look, look on the bright side of life that's yeah. it no yeah that's, that's all we can afford yeah, that's all we can afford um, no, we can't even afford that the last but it's movie, not gentlemen. public performance it's uh it's an homage this, we're calling this, it that this makes me so happy that i get to say this because i have been reporting on the bill and ted movie for <laughs> so long is it actually occurring now? it is officially in pre-production bill and ted 3 bill and ted face the music yes and yes, 
it's it's going to be the story we said of them trying to discover why they didn't write the song that saved the world and how the world's moved on. It has been 30 years since the, the wild last stallions ride again. And they will interact with their teenage selves. So there will oh, be nice. some CG and um, they won't have Rufus, but they'll have Rufus's daughter. Nice. Who Do we know who's playing Rufus's daughter? Not been announced. Casting's not been announced yet, but she'll be called, uh, I think she's called Mar- Maria or um, named after Carlin's actual daughter. Oh, that's really nice. That's a lovely, Catherine. lovely touch. Catherine. Catherine. That's, yeah. that's so, a yeah. really nice so touch. So Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. That Bill and Ted? Yeah. Oh, Have you ever noticed? Journey. So I, I need you to do something for me. Mm. Uh, you know when they say stuff like "most excellent." Yes. Say that in a posh British accent. Most excellent. Mm, most excellent. It's, everything they say <laughs> is straight up estuary accent or like received pronunciation, and they just say it in a California way. It's bogus. And it was it the correct pronunciation and grammar may not be very street, but that's how I roll, dog. <laughs> no, yeah, but like for real, I have to say, get back to the streets, streets where, where I come, come from, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> I'm so excited for Bill and Ted Three, man. Yeah, like I've been reporting on this since I think it's one of the but the first show I did had an yeah. article about them possibly doing Bill and Ted Three, like eighty episodes ago. Oh yeah. man, but it's going to be. And so I get cool. to say it's in pre-production, that, like that Whoa. and Don Quixote. Yeah, yeah, the man who shot Don. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the man who killed Don Ho. We have. Don do you have news about that? Because there has been news about that. Um, that they so have already been banned from Cannes. Yep. <laughs> well, not banned from Cannes, but like they could not get it screened anywhere. Yeah. So after having gone through hell to get the fucking thing made, they now can't find anyone to play it anywhere. It's just so now they very can, I guess. typical. It's been, it has been resolved. It has got a yeah, cinematic release. It's got a cinematic coming. release now, but that was just so very typical of the continuation of Terry Gilliam and his right. ever desire to... Kill himself slowly through film. I think. <laughs> Jesus, I, I love him. Again, to pieces. He's one of my man who, again watch the man, documentary, the man, man who shot Gome Quixote. But like, I love Monty Python and I love Terry Gilliam so much. Eddie, just every interview I watch of him, every time I like I read anything, is he just seems to be such a really nice, cool guy, and I feel really bad for him when shit like that happens to him. Look, and it just seems to be him. Right? Do you know what I mean? It's like, not just him, just that production. Yeah, that production. He's like, been no doing other. The oh man. Uh, the guy, listen, it, out there in the podcast world, you guys, it is our duty as people who enjoy films to go see this. I don't care if you're looking forward to it or not. I don't care if you want to go to the movies I that will night. Watch it. I will watch it screened a on a ticket. bed sheet on the side of the side of a barn no don't do that go to an actual cinema and pay for a ticket that way they're like oh yeah we should get him to make another movie because yeah. man he needs to make i don't movie. think terry gilliam's gonna struggle making another film brazil too um I don't, I don't think there's enough drugs in the world for Brazil <laughs> 2. I don't think there's enough Hitlers. Yeah. Um, one Punch Man season two could be with us oh. as soon as August. Yes. Oh, yes, We baby. need more One Punch Man. I'd, oh, so good. I was so happy, but at the same time, so disappointed with the way that ended. Really? Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was a perfect like end of no, chapter I was one. No, re- I was really happy that, that the way it ended, but I was very upset. That oh, that it had ended. <laughs> All right. What's season two now? No, yeah. August, I mean, August, you said it. August. Could oh, be, it could sweet. be with us as early as August. I'm just glad they're not doing the typical anime thing where it's a continuous production. Yeah. Because that sort of, it's variable quality and that's how you get episodes of stuff like Ichigo goes to the park. Like, it's... <laughs> You know, I am a Spider giant watching television. Spider watching television, yeah. But I'm going to go to the park now and have a picnic with my niece or something. Like, it, and I'm going to carry my giant sword because, of course, well, I a, am. Well, it's a Shonen Jump um, anime that takes the piss out of all the other Shonen Jump animes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, let's talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine because that had a week. Nine-Nine! 
that had a week and a bit. Yeah, man. But last Monday, Brooklyn Nine Nine was cancelled, and at uh, the end of this end of season five, for which, some bizarre reason. Um, it it doesn't. It's Dream Figures has dropped in the states. It has got a very strong online online binge audience. Basically, people who wait for the season to come out. Yeah, and but watch the only it. people who matter are Americans. Are you not in on the Hollywood? Oh, I know. Uh, Some sort metrics. of sinister American no, cabal. The, if the metric shows that one of the most popular, most streamed TV shows on UK and American Netflix is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, because it's brilliant. It is amazing. But it was cancelled and then picked up two days later by NBC. Yes. For its sixth season. So we are getting more Brooklyn Good. Nine-Nine. It's been year. saved. Thank God for that. It's such an incredible show when you look at the lineup and you look at the demographics the in that show, the diversity in that. You've got a gay black captain of a police force who is the voice of reason, but also one of the funniest people there. You've got a big, strong black guy, Terry Crews, who's actually the most sensitive, the most one. sensitive one there. You've got Joel, Who, who's, Ginelli, who's, who's just mental. You've got who's who's married with kids, yeah. and he adores his children, which plays against the stereotype. Yeah. Which plays against the stereotype. Sandberg playing who, who anybody else would play that as kind of a goofy kind of way, but he's actually a really good detective and cop. His best friend Boyle, who's just very strange, but at the same time loving and also mm. a good police officer, and Rosa Diaz. And there's these women, Rosa, sweet Rosa. And these these are people in relationship. They're not just falling in love. Amy and Jake have been worked into the story. They were yeah. rivals. They were falling in love. Uh, they did what briefly did Gina and uh, Boyle. Boyle, but yeah. that broke up because now they're brother and sister. They're brother and sister, which is just still brilliant. It's such an incredibly well written show. I really, I'm really, really happy that's been picked up by NBC. I'm really happy we're going to keep getting some more of the nine 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 nine. What do you think, Paul? I had never watched the show. I think. Oh, you should, dude. It's, is it is it that yeah. good? Because like yeah. I just looked at it as another American drama and never. No, watched it's it. it's brilliant. It's so much. It's so much more than that because it, oh, wow. okay. it, it's almost like the procedural. They do cold openings at the beginning of every episode. A scene that has nothing to do with the episode ahead, and I, okay. and I really like it. And the one they've done recently is there's a lineup, and it's Jake and a woman, and he's like um, a ma- a man came into my, the stalls and killed my killed my killed my brother. Um, I all I heard was his voice. Well, he was singing at the time. I was at a karaoke bar. What was he singing? Oh, that song I wanted that way. Backstreet Boys. I'm really. He gets the line up to do it and proper like oh, wow. choirs them on. And he goes, he like gets oh, chills, chills. It's like mm. it's number five. Number five killed my brother. Oh my god, I forgot that's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, I love it, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to give it a watch then. Oh, season I, one is. It's season one is like. Is this one of these you start from episode one, season yeah. one? Yeah. Or is this like, give it a couple A lot of, of running stuff. jokes. There's um every weird the Halloween episode, which is- <laughs> The heist. The heist episode. Oh, okay. Uh, but Criminals with the weirdest names. My last bit of missing news, gentlemen, and this makes me so happy. We've talked about the fate of Rick and Morty, that the fact yeah. that there was no season four confirmed for it. It's been picked up for 70 more episodes. That's yes. seven more potential seasons. Yes. I'm which looking will forward. put you up to 10 seasons, which is what Rick, Rick said. says. Yeah. We're going to keep going forever. 100 10 ep- seasons. 100 episodes. 100 episodes, Morty. Yeah. <laughs> We're never going to stop. We're going to get darker. I'm looking forward to Dan Harmon having fun with that oh. number. Yes. Right? Because I guarantee you every two episodes, it's going to be like, no, we only got to do this 68 more times, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just, just fine. It's fine. fine. We only have to keep just, going for like, like fifty nine more episodes. More. Why do you keep saying that, Rick? Don't worry, don't, Morty. Don't don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, oh, I'm happy with that. I love oh, I love Rick and Morty. I I find mm. that like this whole like oh yeah, well the the fandom is super bad and what like okay oh, like six one of the most- people go to a are dicks at a fast food restaurant and that's <laughs> the entire million people who love this show. Come on, my right? I sat my mom's boyfriend down and he was just like everybody tells me I've got to be watching this Rick and Morty. I, do you, is it really worth it? I just showed him the pilot and he has what gone off and yeah, watched all three yeah. seasons. It took me a couple episodes to get into, honestly. All I'm going to say it's is... It's not the strongest sighting, I will give you that. All I'm going to say is King Jellybean. Yeah, oh God. Weirdest that was so good. thing ever. That was such a good episode. Yeah. That whole episode where like the, the thread is... like Follow the actual plot thread through and you're <laughs> like, this plot makes no sense. Follow the character arc through and you're like, oh, that's perfect. Hearts and like, Rick Lantis. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. But I mean, what's what's genius about the show to me is that they don't do the follow the plot line. They do follow the character arc. You don't yeah. care about what the actual events happening. That's sideline stuff. What has Rick learned? What has Morty learned? Who are they beginning in the? And the it's episode? also a show for every really? question. For every question they answer, they throw out seven more questions. Yeah, I love it. At minimum, yeah. 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 Then it's just like, so what's up with Bird Person? <laughs> Bird Person uh, is uh, the best character. Uh, it was Harm voicing it, voices I know, per yeah. person, which I love. It's but, great. He does a lot of the, a lot of them do the a lot of the voices, not because it's legitimately the yeah, right but, thing, but because they're used to doing it. And it's either have to sit there and explain, like, okay, so I want you to sound like okay. I need you to sound like Bird. Either you have this, to spend an hour oh my explaining God, it to I've an just, actor. I've just realized that Paul is Bird person. I am Bird person. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank um, you. I am aware. This is also a show that's had John Oliver, um, Susan Sarandon, yeah. like oh, yeah. Nathan Fillion, so many great, amazing guest stars. Already. Well, it's following in the steps of The Simpsons, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, okay, Simpsons did it. They did everything. They were on the air for fucking twenty five years. Still going right? twenty eight years. Twenty eight years with twenty nine season twenty nine coming next year. I don't understand why, but okay, you know. <laughs> no, I agree with you on that. It's it's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's a show that has a couple of gem episodes still every season, but you really got to. Yeah, no, you, you got. I, I, once I hear an episode. Where it gives some get some notoriety. I'll watch it. Like their yeah. their boyhood parody was very quite good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. last season. Well, I'll have to catch up on that. I have one last bit of uh, misc news. Oh, what you got, dude? Apparently, one of the uh, actors from Suits is getting married. Anyway. Oh yes, yes, yes. Moving swiftly. swiftly <laughs> yeah, <up. laughs> she's marrying a British squatty. Yes, <laughs> he's uh, he served in Afghanistan. So, seems like a nice man. Currently doing some charity work. Yes, and I don't know if she are you. Are you seeing them getting married? Is charity work. Interesting taste in Halloween costumes. Yes, um, seriously. He yeah, looks yeah. like a, he looks like he could go on the piss and have a laugh with them though. For that's those, what I want for somebody who's never going to be my future. Monarch. Someone who yeah. someone who would st- who could start the Christmas address of way the lads way the lads. One would like a Jaeger bomb. <laughs> I, I am so okay with that. And, and can pres- we make and it a movie? It's, pros- it's Prosecco bombs, dear. Oh, sorry, dear. Prosecco bombs. Oh, my God. Don't say that. They have... Oh, my God. It's too late. They've made it in Shoreditch. Yep. <laughs> already, we haven't even released this yet. It's and they've already, already There's already a Prosecco I've bomb. Had bomb. One. Oh, you God. what? That's is this exists? Yeah, oh, cousin's no. wedding. What are you dropping into it? It's it was into a porn star martini. Oh, the, you're dropping prosecco into a porn star yeah. martini. Oh, you the level of pretension, Jesus. Oh, dude. <sighs> I, I didn't ask for it. They were served like on a tray. <laughs> oh man, that's. Did you have to wear a hat that nobody else in uh, Camden could find? But you found it and it suited you perfectly. There's an interesting story behind this hat. It matches my mustache and my suede shoes. I hate these fuck. Anyway, you I know mean, my, I just looked at my shoes and they're suede. My fedoras come from Camden. You sucky. 
bastard. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Only I'm, the just finest saying, doors. I'm just saying, if you have a beard and wear a plaid shirt and you're not Canadian or Scottish, <laughs> then you're appropriating our culture and you should stop. Well, tell us about the wood again. <laughs> Okay, so listen, if you're working with something like maple, that's a pretty <laughs> difficult material to work with. Uh, if it's burled particularly, it's not super uniform. So what you got to do is you got to get the, if, particularly if you're making dovetail joints, make sure you sharpen your dovetail saw. Oh, sometimes you got to pop yourself. <laughs> and then once you've set your, like, it's a really good idea to have a dovetail gauge. And what you do is you sort of scribe a little line at a precise... Am I... I'm sorry, is this not the most interesting <laughs> thing you've ever listened to? Yeah, I love it, but uh, what I've got to say is we've got no Cage Watch this week. Oh. We uh, had Nicolas Cage news. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, He's voicing Superman. No, He's that was that, Superman. We, were, we already talked about that. That was, yeah. the, last, that was the last Cage Watch. Uh, but I have two weird things of the week. Oh. Well. Should I go into it, or are you just going to go with it? Normally we have something, but yeah. like this week, maybe we don't have to... All right. Maybe the we don't world, have to the world's actually sing it. Carl's Weird Thing of the Week, brought to you this week by Carl's Weird Thing. It's weird and it's a thing. Carl's Weird Thing. Of the week. Steal my line. The world's oldest spider died at age 43. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> so are you fucking what? Yeah. The world's oldest spider died last week at the age of 43. As always, our thoughts are with their family. <laughs> yeah. Thousands so, of offspring. So why wasn't this in celebrity deaths? <laughs> uh, because I thought I wanted to save it for the weird wing of the week. No, I mean, this is way funnier. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like in a framing device sort of way, this is excellent. Yeah. But, but I, I feel like I was looking for a joke and it didn't happen. Yeah. Sorry, dear. That's fine. That happens a lot to me. But the other weird the news I <laughs> had this week... happens to most men. Yeah, it does. Just one out of five. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. The world's all despite a die. Fuck so me. How Fuck do they my know- life. I love you, you <laughs> weird, weird person. So how do they know it was that old? Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been in a uh, zoo in California for years. Like they had a tarantula yeah. in a zoo. Yeah. Okay. Was it, did, it, did it die as it was trying to blow the candles out on its birthday cake or something? Jeez. No, it just they came in one morning and it was belly up. Oh. <laughs> That's not a normal thing for tarantulas to do. I know. I (laughs) I mean, probably because it was dead. Yeah. But the last bit of news is, um, we obviously we've discussed Infinity War, but um, spoilers, we We spoil everything. Yeah, we spoil everything. Um, There's a website that will show you if you, if you enter your name in, if you (laughs) died or survived, (laughs) Thanos. Oh, that's dark. And I've entered your names, gentlemen, who wants to know if you lived or survived. Well, start with with, uh, the most important person. I'll start with myself. Yeah. Um, I died. Oh, Oh, steady hand at the tiller there. He's gone. All right. One of you died and one of you survived. I want you to guess. uh, I'm pretty sure, given my luck, that I died. Dan? I'm I'm, I'm guessing I survived. Dan survived. Yes! Yeah, we're both right. Bitches! So it literally just gives... Does that mean I can be an Avenger now? No. Oh. So it straight up just flips a coin. It's a yeah. 50-50 machine. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. No, no, it's I, not, Paul. You no, two yeah, died. I, uh, I'm I still alive. Um, I entered mine. I actually entered mine, then yours, then Dan's. So actually, um, they're dead, dead alive. Um, yeah, sure. What I'm saying is If you two are like, dead, I'm going to be so lonely. The way I program that is thematically, because it's like literally half of the universe, right? Yeah. So it's just like make a 50-50 coin flip machine online and be like, put in your name. Oh. You can get a... Th-. So like, I wonder if it gives you the same response if you do it again. I tried it twice and it both for all of us and it came up survive, oh. survive, dead, dead. Type, type oh, oh, in, cool. type in, 
Ant McPartland and then Declan Donnelly. Just to oh. see. Oh, <laughs> sir. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. One of these oh, things the way, is not like the other. Also, they make me feel good. My boss. Do you have it survive. up right now? Oh, your boss didn't survive. No, no, no. Oh. I don't have it up now. Get it up right now because oh, I have two combinations that. that I need to put up. First, uh, put in uh, Harry and <laughs> Meghan Markle. Harry Windsor? What the hell is this last Windsor, name? yeah. Windsor. Harry Windsor, yeah. Uh, Harry Windsor and Meghan Markle for no particular reason. They're just people that are around somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> and the other one... DeThanosKillMe.me <laughs> I love which, you, internet. When, well, if you have to check, then... <laughs> Like um, in it, universe, it comes up, by the way, it, when you oh go on to it, tells you, but um, you were slain by Thanos for the good of the universe. Okay, so if you put oh, in... That, that's literally what comes up. <laughs> oh, okay. So what, where can you put your names, though? Oh, I, I think it must have got a different site, but... Sure, uh, I'm yeah. so... Because the other one that I really need to know is whether Laurel or Yanni... I for exactly <laughs> the page on it. Which one that's, survived? That's it. That's how we finally, finally end that that's argument. That's how we... I mean, I figured my extensive explanation into the actual physics of what's occurring and how to recreate the effect. No, that, just, that just, just let, a, just let a random compute, computer generated. Yeah, I mean, coin decide. flip. Coin flip coin is flip way it. more science. That's the, that's how I'm going to get a works. t-shirt printed up going, I survived. <laughs> I survived you might though. get a bit of a weird look with that, dear. It's just like our... our um, no, dude, look, like, let's start from the beginning. I'm a Thanos survivor. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. Do not style that like one of those cancer survivor shirts <laughs> because there's lines, man, and we don't. There's oh, some no, lines no, you don't no. Cross. I'm legitimately purple just t-shirt. Purple t-shirt. With, um, I survive Thanos. I survive Thanos. Maybe a little ribbon, yeah. right? A ribbon that says like remembering six Thanos. Different colored buttons on a mini thing. Yeah, uh, six. Yeah, six mini colored buttons on a thing, so you could like so the infinity gems. Oh, like on one of those uh, charity ribbon. Yeah. Things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, um, I, gentlemen, I think it's time and a one and a two and a Netflix news. That was uh, not in wait. time, but it was together. So I'll take it. Uh, Luke Cage season two trailer, gentlemen. Sweet Christmas. Yeah, buddy. Luke Cage throwing up all kinds of shade. Looks throwing up all kinds of fucking challenges. I'm Luke Cage. If you, you know, he's doing the whole internet video thing of, if you want me, come and get me. And then mm. a guy comes and gets him. Yeah. Which is obviously the the, the the logical conclusion to that yeah. is, is what would happen. And like you literally asked me to come here, dude. I don't know what you were expecting. It's and still he more got of my the fuck, fuck out. out. It's still one of my favorite things of Luke Cage is the man who can't be shot. People, stop shooting at him. <laughs> I love that he goes into a room and Guy. he's just like literally. That's my like. Have you not? Yeah. Do you not? Have you not seen the thing? But also, like, <laughs> gotta give it a shot. Just man. Tried it. So I mean. <laughs> Like, clearly it's not working. All you're doing is wasting money on, like, those are some nice bullets, man. I mean, like, the, the, saying. the casting is, as well looks brilliant. Misty Knight with a robotic arm. Yep, yep, we got Misty Knight's robotic arm. And God damn, she's really, really attractive. I love Misty Knight. Mm. The, the, the actress that plays her as well, not only is she brilliant, and not only is she attractive, and not only is she really good in that role, but she's also kick-ass. I'm really loving the, the fucking the mist. I really want Daughters of the Dragon. I want Misty Knight and Daughters of the Dragon TV series so mm-hmm. badly. Mm-hmm. But I, the, the soundtrack to this looks fucking not looks sounds brilliant Simone as well. Mizzic. Mate, I really cannot wait for this season two. That trailer was just perfect. And Shades is back, baby. Yep, Shades is going to be back. Go have Shades. Yeah, everyone else Shades. 
Um, but do you want some uh, confirmation of a show that's got a third season? Because I think season two was actually really good. Yeah. Santa Clarita Diet season three has nice. been confirmed, which is Drew Barrymore's zombie take on the zombie mythos. Yeah. With, zombie mythos. Well, basically, that it's um, desperately new, hungry housewives. Yes. Oh, that okay. Yeah. Well, I really enjoy it. I think oh, Timothy Oliphant is oh, breaking down. He can do no wrong. Yeah. I love he him is Oliphantastic. I mean, has he tried, Doctor? Doctor. I didn't get that, but has he tried doing wrong? Yes. Okay. And justified. Was he not very good at it? Oh, no, he, justified's amazing. He's, he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm and I love for puns watching here, and I feel like I'm the only person who gets it, which is like my entire life. <laughs> um, Should I tell you some excruciating technical detail about like audio stuff some more? No, no, dear, because that's what I've, we really need. I've on had the my show. fill. Yeah. Do um, you know what we need? We need a neater O'Toole on the next season of Punisher. That's what we need. Oh, are we getting that? We're getting a neater too. Nice. Yes. Not role's not being confirmed, but she has joined the cast for season two of Punisher. Brilliant. And they've announced a character that's going to be in Dead as season three, and it makes me excited. As long as it's not Colin Farrell playing the character this time, they're doing Bullseye, gentlemen. Yes, Bullseye. Did we not like Colin Farrell as Bullseye? <laughs> no, I didn't. I no. The it's, thing that always bothered me about that movie was he goes, I want a costume. Mm. And then still wears the same thing he was wearing. No, he gets a slightly upgraded trench coat. Yeah, that's it. Because no, you can't terrible. wear a costume because you've literally got a scarred bullseye on your head. It was so badly done. So badly done, that movie. I mean, I'm but not yeah. arguing, but like, is it's that It's my the dad's favourite superhero movie. Really? My dad's favourite superhero movie Look, is Daredevil. I, I will yeah. never say a bad word against your father. He was a wonderful man. He's wrong. So, uh, point of order, why is Daredevil not called Batman? <laughs> it's Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Uh, copyright? No, yeah, but for real, think about it. Like, he should be, like, he is a guy who listens, and, like, the bouncing of Snowfall, he has echolocation, like yeah. a bat, and he's acrobatic Enhanced and does stuff. reflexes, and, yeah. Yeah, enhanced reflexes, kind of like a bat. Meanwhile, Batman should be Daredevil because he rides around on motorcycles and leaps stuff and rides around on, like, lines of whatever clipped into places. If you bring logic to comic books, this you're going to no fry your this. brain like an egg. Scramble your brain like an egg. Um, that's really cool. Yes. Man, I, I can't, can't wait for that. I think Punisher's, we've got some great yeah. stuff coming out. So we've got, so we got Punisher Season 2 coming out. We've got Luke Cage looking fucking awesome. Yep. Bullseye's going to be in Daredevil. And... No word on Iron Fist or Jessica Jones. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy. We're, we're, we're doing a happy at the moment. Yeah. But, but that is all of the news, gentlemen. Mm. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at uh, pod, uh, pod Pop Culture. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore Pop, pop Culture Pod. pod. We're on Instagram, Instagram at, at pop, pop Culture Pod. pod. I'm on you know, Twitter at Halfblind1989. I'm on Twitter at Dan Blues and Booze. And you can follow Paul Home. Don't stop follow saying home. that. Don't <laughs> follow stop me saying home. that. I can. I, I'm just saying, don't follow me on Twitter because you're going to have a hard time finding me on there because I'm not on there. If you're trying, I'm going to make. Paul, I'm going to make Paul a Twitter account. Oh uh, well, we 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 we. Do you remember? Remember when I, I made you that? To? Remember when I made that event for you on Facebook? Yes, your birthday event. Yeah, remember? Yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make Paul a Twitter account. <laughs> Yes, that confused and upset a lot of people, Daniel. <laughs> Fine, I'm going to start a bunch of Twitter accounts just so you can't. I'm going to name them all me. Damn it. Well, <laughs> Not we, my name, just me. Just me. The word me. me and just Dan, at me, at me. Me and Dan were walking uh, to the bar. Don't at me, that might be somebody. But like, for the sake of the joke, you might. 
me and Dan were walking to the tram stop to, get, to come here today and I looked at what we're wearing. We're both dressed like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost from Paul. And then we, it, it literally Dan clicked that you Neither are Neither of Paul. those people came from me. <laughs> no. I've never seen Paul. Oh, but they... Pretty, pretty movie. But oh, it's, it's a movie. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simon I Pegg, thought you were implying something about the origins of people originating from me. No, it's and just I was the fact that we're walking to meet you and you are Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, I, to my knowledge, I've never originated people. To your knowledge? Yeah. I mean, how could I know something that I don't know? <laughs> but, that, 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 that's a conundrum for another time, kids. But, but that, that's Epistemology the- 101 on the pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been Carl Rowland. I've been Dan Chapman. I've been Paul. And we'll catch you in two weeks. Peace. Peace.